She'll also be remembered for the small things, how she and her husband lived simple lives in a small home with old kitchen appliances they refused to replace. Her grandkids say she still washed her plastic food bags, using them until they broke. <laughs> Isn't that great? Absolutely. <laughs> how many of our grandparents did that? Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. This from the newly minted department here in Wisconsin's Morning News, the B&B, the Bizarro News Bureau. You like that? Could feel that every day. Every day. So this is actually a really sad story. It's sad for the animals who died. It's sad for the woman at the center of it. A village trustee in Hales Corners resigned her position recently, citing, quote, circumstances that have arisen. The circumstances, 87 cats living in her house. You can tell it's bad when all of the windows are open and it is below freezing. As workers rip everything up inside of this home, a Milwaukee Area Domestic Animal Control Commission spokesperson tells me this is one of the top five worst hoarding cases they have ever seen. This didn't happen overnight. Somebody had to have known it was happening. That's TMJ4 reporter Julia Fellow reporting outside the home that is owned by Linda Bergen. More on her in a moment. But if that's top five for Matic... Milwaukee area domestic animal control. It's right? pretty bad. That's bad because we, from time to time, you we, we see this. Mm-hmm. Either it's like lizard guy who's Barnyard got a bunch animals. of poisonous stuff like in the house, alligator, whatever, or right situations like this where it's typically domestic animals, but they're just lots of them, and it's tragic. So, according to reports, uh, Linda Bergen resigned her role as trustee November thirteenth in a letter sent to the village board. The cats he did not survive. Some were found dead. Some died literally on their way to animal control, and others they had to put down because they were all sick with a highly contagious virus. Very fast acting. Um, a lot of the cats also had really bad upper respiratory infections. So that's Kate Hartland with Maddox. She also acknowledged, you know, in many cases, situations like this start with someone trying to do a good thing. You, know, you adopt a bunch of cats, you know, give them a home, take in strays, and then for some reason it snowballs. And then it turns into something like this. TMJ4 reports that Bergen received multiple citations for animal neglect, not properly providing shelter to animals, not properly maintaining the home. Dogs and hedgehogs also found inside the home. They're saying that uh, police were tipped off because neighbors could smell the house. I mean, imagine how bad it must have been if you could smell it from outside, just being near the house, you knew that there was a problem there. And so... On that point, Journal Sentinel reporting the home is so badly damaged, they're taking it down to the studs. So there's there's nothing we can do. Like, structurally, it seems fine, but everything has to go in this house. Sad story all around. 714 on Wisconsin's Morning News. We'll do sports with Brandon next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The 5-6 and Green Bay Packers stepped out on the practice field for the first time since their Week 12 win in Detroit. Jordan Love and the offense, a sight to see for the pack. And according to Mike Tannenbaum of ESPN, it's just the beginning in Green Bay. But when you look at the surrounding skill players, guys, from from Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, Musgrave, Reed, those guys are all young, and I think they're growing up together. 
I don't think anybody's going to see this Packer team, especially when you consider yesterday they were missing Jair Alexander and Devondre Campbell on defense. So I think this team is coming, and I think Jordan Love's coming as well. Tannenbaum there on ESPN Radio. Head coach Matt LaFleur also not disagreeing with the former GM. Yeah, I think we're definitely operating at a much higher level. You know, Jordan's doing a really nice job. I think the guys around him are are helping that situation as well. Certainly the guys up front are doing a really good job in pass protection. You know, when you have Christian Watson out there going up for balls and, and making plays on the ball and, you know, guys like Malik Keith making some contested catches, it, it certainly it's going to help your quarterback function at a higher level. The Packers did get some encouraging news at practice on Monday. Jair Alexander, Devondre Campbell, Dontavian Wicks, Rudy Ford, and Eric Stokes all returning to the practice field. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, on the other hand, were with the rehab group for the pack, and Josiah DeGora was the lone player who did not participate. Two college hoops after winning the Fort Myers tip-off last week, the Wisconsin Badgers got back to work on Monday night, dominating Western Illinois from start to finish in this one, winning 71-49. to Boom, he's got his double yep. figures. The call there on FS1 as the Badgers with the win, improving to 5-2 on their season. And lastly, back over to the NFL where the Chicago Bears sunk the Minnesota Vikings on Monday night football, kicking a last-second 30-yard field goal to win it by a final score of 12-10. The win improves the Bears to 4-8 on their season, and the loss drops Minnesota to 6-6 on theirs, leaving Green Bay just a half game out of the final NFC playoff spot. Talk live with Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Nizansky. You know what? Niz has got one of those cameo appearances coming up with a Christmas carol. Ooh, that's right. That's this weekend, so we'll have to walk him through that. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Nizansky is on the line with us this morning. What's up, Niz? Yo, what's going on, guys? Cold enough out there for you. Yeah, so did I see they're making snow on a couple of the hills? They are, yeah. I saw Little Switzerland, um, the Rock Sports Complex. I know they want to get open this weekend as well. I'm sure most of the area ski resorts, if they have the capability, um, are making snow because it's certainly cold enough. You need to get into the 20s, and we're dipping into the teens and even single digits this morning and then it stay it stays cold enough overnight to hang on to it because i see temps in the 40s here that's not great yeah. for hanging on to the snow but if it's cold no. enough at night right yeah totally um i mean there will be some melting these next few days but yeah at nighttime it hardens up a little bit i'm not going to speak for them but i know that sometimes they get a little bit of melt and they kind of get that that initial base like a hard glacier oh, yeah, sure. almost <laughs> <laughs> so it, it'll serve them well for sure Hey, you got a new guy there. When does new guy start? Yeah, totally pumped. Uh, Tyler Moore. Well, yeah, you uh, are. Tyler's. Because... <laughs> we know why you're pumped. <laughs> Assortment of reasons. Because I'm, cause I'm here talking with you right now. Work, working triple duty. <laughs> yeah, that's the first and foremost, of course. Yes, that'll that that'll feel good. But no, we're we're pumped to have Tyler. He's a good get for, get for us. Uh, local guy. He's from Brookfield, grew up in Brookfield. He made his rounds. He went from up in Rhinelander uh, and then Northwoods, uh, Rhinelander News, Northwoods 12 up there. Then he made his way to Arkansas and then Tampa. So we can feel good about that, Milwaukee. We stole him from Tampa. If you're leaving (laughs) Tampa, you you know he wants to come home and he's got a great opportunity here and he's considering this a life-changing move for him, hopefully a permanent move for him. No, man, the Northwoods Trail, you came through Wausau, right? Yep. 
Totally. Yeah. I mean, went through Wausau, uh, went to Green Bay, came to here. Uh, he had a little similar route, but he found sunny uh, Florida, and he comes with a lot of experience. Uh, he's done some storm chasing. He's covered major hurricanes. Um, he had the big one last year uh, down in Tampa. Extremely knowledgeable. Much better soccer player than I am. Um, so, yeah. So, <laughs> Tyler Moore, uh, <laughs> he is D1 guy, D1 soccer player. No kidding. Uh, UNC, yeah, UNC Asheville. His his missus too, his uh, fiance, D one soccer player as well. So maybe that had some sort of de- dealings with my daughters in soccer that I kind of want them to have them around. I don't know. Not maybe bad. that was part of the decision making. <laughs> little, little free. No, he's going to be great. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to be great. Um, I think you're going to like him. Extremely friendly, likable guy, and he's from the area, so we don't have to worry about someone who doesn't know the names of our towns. He's going to knock it out of the park right away. Hey, when's your big night on stage? Uh, That's this Saturday. Uh, This Saturday, A Christmas Carol. at 7:30 p.m. I believe the start but uh I hope you yeah Vinny, you've time. done this <laughs> yeah you've done this before I mean what to expect I really don't know quite yet what do you think Vinny? so a Christmas Carol Milwaukee Rep has started doing this years ago where they would invite what about half a dozen or so people through the course of the run and they're 40 right. plus years doing a Christmas Carol here in Milwaukee but they give you uh, someone notable a walk on role and so you know you have the, a line the, no. Uh, well, I think the only one is in the history of the walk-ons who had a line was Milan. I think they gave John really? Milan a line because I think he walked out towards the end and said something like, yes, nice weather or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I I have a feeling John only committed to make sure he was featured with a line. <laughs> he negotiated. <laughs> I know John. He I'd negotiated like those terms. <laughs> <laughs> Just a tad or yes. who knows, you know. For the, for the rest kids of like, us, for, for you and I, and I did it years ago, and the special thing for me was my oldest daughter was in A Christmas Carol, was in the cast, was one of the Cratchit children that okay. year. So that that was really special to be able to be on stage with her and super know that neat. we were there together. But regardless, they make it super easy. Basically, Niz, all you got to do is not fall down. Someone okay, literally good. will come and grab you and, and like say, this is where we're going here. This is where we're going there. Stand here. And I think at the end you can sing the, Thank the song at the close if you like. Thank goodness, because I think everybody assumes we, you know, us in the TV world, we're like good at all theatrical stuff too. <laughs> so like that's... Yeah. That's not going to be the case. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm pumped up for it. Family's coming down. Uh, we're going to spend the night downtown. And uh, I got my parents, uh, Julie's parents. It's it's going to be – it'll be fun. They'll be throwing flowers at you. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're going to be asking me back for a featured role. I'm pretty <laughs> sure of it, actually. Maybe you'll get your line after all. <laughs> Absolutely. So, anyhow, guys, good chat with you. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. All right, super special. Thanks, Niz. So that'll be Saturday night if you want to see Niz Nansky. Christmas Carol actually opens this week. Mm -hmm. I think maybe they've... Might be tonight. Kind of a soft launch right tonight. Yeah. And then I'm going Friday. Not that that... I'm just going as a person. everybody. By the way, if you want to get a look at me, I'll be there for you. The, I'll be in the house with everyone else just sitting there. Uh, it's super special. Be. And Thursday in studio, we're going to have um, the guy who plays Bob Cratchit and who oh, has excellent. for years Reese Madigan. He was Cratchit for both my girls, All right. who were members of the Cratchit family. So he'll be in studio with us to awesome. tell us about the extraordinary tradition that is A Christmas Carol from Milwaukee Rep. Coming up, why tonight's Bucks game matters all the more and where that could put them in the in-season tournament. That's in Brandon Snide Sports at 745. First Lady Rosalind Carter lies in repose at the Carner Center in Atlanta until her funeral later today.
Pretty neat moment yesterday when her Secret Service staff brought her. Her Secret Service agents, past and present, escorted Mrs. Carter's hearse from central Georgia to Atlanta. Her family helped lay wreaths at her Georgia alma mater. She'll be buried Wednesday in Plains after a private funeral. Yeah, so Carter died last week, late last week, at 96 years old. Her husband, Jimmy Carter, expected to attend the ceremony today, as will others from the White House. President Biden and the First Lady, along with former President Clinton and all living former First Ladies, are expected to attend today's service in Atlanta. It follows yesterday's procession. Miss Carter carried away in a casket, well-wishers lining the streets of America's Georgia. Ready, step. The procession moving three hours north to the Carter Center for a ceremony paying tribute to Miss Carter's humanitarian legacy. So as of now, former Presidents Donald Trump, Barack Obama, and George W. Bush were invited, but they will not attend. But all the former first ladies, every one of them, including Melania, will be on hand. I thought it was pretty interesting, Vince. There's, um, there's some remembrances and talking about the, you know, the lady she was. And I love it. Like when the grandkids start talking. <laughs> you know, they, they got stories? Of, okay. Yeah, they share some of the other stuff. Here's what, what she's really like. Yeah. She'll also be remembered for the small things. How she and her husband lived simple lives in a small home with old kitchen appliances they refused to replace. Her grandkids say she still washed her plastic food bags, using them until they broke. <laughs> Isn't that great? Absolutely. <laughs> How many of our grandparents did that? Uh, Washington Post reporter Mary Jordan uh, talked to ABC, and she had this great uh, story about how you know they live such a I once calculated that the Secret Service vehicle outside the house was worth more than the little house that they lived in. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> so today is day two of this three-day uh, goodbye again. She will be buried tomorrow. You know, regardless of the reflections you have on the presidency of Jimmy Carter, this, these are good people. Oh, yes, And the stories of, of how, they, how they treated everyone around them. And what kind of people they were to the staffs that they worked with, the Secret Service, just uh, extraordinary and inspiring. Arguably the best former commander in chief this country's ever had. Right. And much of his legacy, obviously, right after yeah. the presidency mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. things that he, that he's done. I love that story about washing out the bags, right? We all had grandparents <laughs> awesome. who did that, right? Yep. My grandparents used to unplug all their appliances. Hey, you got to make sure just there's to no squeeze fire. that yeah. last couple of couple of pennies out of the right? cord. <laughs> Seven thirty nine on Wisconsin's Morning News. It's sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk. Heard Saturdays at ten, right here on WTMJ. Seven forty three, Wisconsin's Morning News. Today is not just Tuesday; it is Giving Tuesday. That's right. And here at WTMJ, we're using this platform to assist. Local organizations, their efforts to improve the lives of people whom they are helping. So here on Wisconsin's Morning News and at WTMJ Now, we're teaming up to help Penfield Children's Community Center and all the services they provide, including their behavior clinic, early education services, their special care nursery, and more. They do great work over there. I've worked with them over a number of years. Mm-hmm. It was a big priority for Gene Miller. Yes, yeah. Uh, Gene did their gala every year that was the uh, croquet ball right yeah something to that effect that is fancy let me tell you about the been people there. in that room oh yeah right been there holy cow lots of very important people in that place and because they are super committed to the work that penfield does in our community and if you want to help you can text the word give to the old national bank talk and text line that is 855-616-1620 and if you choose to donate 
write WTMJ in the comments section. So here on WTMJ, on WTMJ Now with Steve Scafidi and us here on Wisconsin's Morning News, we're getting behind Penfield Children's Community Center. Text the word GIVE to 855-616-1620 to help Penfield and all the good work they do in our community. Sports is coming up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The 12-5 Milwaukee Bucks are back to work tonight following their Sunday win against Portland. Head coach Adrian Griffin addressing the media following the team's 26-point come-from-behind win on Sunday with a simple message for his team going forward. There's a lot of expectations uh, on, on our team, and I think they've been handling well. But, you know, sometimes things happen. It's never going to be perfect, and, and we got to stick together, and we got to keep fighting. The Bucs will take on the Heat in Miami to wrap up group play for the league's in-season tournament. With the win, the Bucs will punch their ticket as the group winner. Tip-off tonight is set for 6.30. Tune in right here on WTMJ, beginning at 6 p.m. for full coverage. The Green Bay Packers hit the practice field on Monday night in preparation for the Chiefs on Sunday night. The last time Green Bay and Kansas City met, it was back in 2021, and it wasn't Aaron Rodgers under center. It was number 10, Jordan Love. According to head coach Matt LaFleur, it's one of those game plans he still regrets to this day. It was one of those deals where we came in, I think on Wednesday morning, we found out that Aaron was going to be out and Jordan was going to be in. And we should have, instead of just riding with what we game planned, we should have, I don't want to say started over, but we should have had a better plan in place for some of the potential issues that were going to come up that absolutely came up in that game. And I just, I didn't like the answers that we had for him personally. You know, I'm sure there's some things he could have done better but there was a lot of things that I felt like uh, were out of his control on the positive side of things for the pack they are getting healthy at the right time Jair Alexander Devondre Campbell Eric Stokes all returning to practice on Monday afternoon two college hoops around the state after winning the Fort Myers tip-off last week the Wisconsin Badgers got back to work on Monday night dominating Western Illinois from start to finish in this one winning 71 to 49 Mini 6 0 run right now for Wisconsin, fading away. Hepburn makes it an 8 0 run. With the win, the Badgers improving a 5 2 on their season. And lastly, the Marquette Golden Eagles return home tonight to play host to Southern University. Coverage will get underway over on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee beginning at 7 30. And the Bears won last night on Monday Night Football. They beat the Vikings. That's good news, right? Means Minnesota has six losses, as does Green Bay. So they're still ahead of us in the, in the standings. I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But by half game. Uh, we got to ask Tausch about that. Time to start talking about playoffs again? But playoffs? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, it is. Mark Tauscher joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. It was always fun because you would you would kind of see who enjoyed you know the different foods and the drinks a little bit more than the others. Um, it was it was always. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? Innovative. Well, what it means is the old line loved to drink Jaeger bombs. And Packers Hall of Famer. At Marco's house, we we pounded a lot of Jaeger bombs. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. So a game winner for the Chicago Bears last night in oh. in Minnesota, wow. Tausch. What it also yeah. featured one of my favorite things in the mascot world. Whoever, I don't know if they still call him Ragnar, but he's now more of a cartoony mascot. But the Viking collapsed <laughs> at the back of the end zone after they lost on that game winner by Chicago. 
Yeah, that was hard to watch. Um, I think if you didn't have any rooting interest, and I think it's always weird from a Packer fan standpoint when you're rooting for the Bears. Like That just doesn't seem right. But obviously now that things have turned around, we are. As far as the mascot stuff goes, I don't know if you guys saw this. The You, know, you have Ragnar, who's no longer. I think he priced himself out of uh, Minnesota. But did you see this uh, uh, Pop-Tart? The trophy's actually going to be edible for a bowl game? For one of the college bowls? One of the college bowls. It's, go- it's called the Pop-Tart Bowl. And I think they saw all of the success that Duke's Mayo Bowl had with dumping mayo on everybody. They've made a bowl. And you're going to, once you get the trophy, basically like the turkey like Jordan Love didn't get, which is a whole other conversation. I know Packer fans are very irritated. You eat a Pop-Tart. The Pop-Tart is in the trophy, and the trophy is the Pop-Tart. And you don't take the trophy home. You eat the trophy. I like it. I'm on board. I mean, I'd like some sort of yeah. memento to take home and put in the trophy case. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they to... give you like the wrapper. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I saw that and I thought, this, that if they give you something to say, you won the Pop-Tart Bowl, but I love the strawberry. And then I don't know, you have to heat up Pop-Tarts, right? You can't just sit there and eat a cold Pop-Tart. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely pro-toaster Pop-Tart, so I don't know if they're going to have that. It, it seems like it's a whole conundrum that the people that organize that bowl are trying to figure out. No, I mean you can eat it raw if you have to. Certainly have done that, but no, For you're, sure. you're right. You 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 to- preferably you'd have it nicely toasted. But I like the idea of, you know, if you've ever been to the Kohl Center where all the athletic offices are, you can see the trophies from all of the sports, and it's so cool to walk mm-hmm. through and look at. Wow, there's the year they won the Big Ten championship, or here's this trophy, here's that trophy. There's the wrapper from the Pop Tart <laughs> Bowl. Just like some broke ass wrapper. <laughs> there's the Pop Tart Bowl. Yeah, the some crumbs. <laughs> It would be a All right, one. so fellas, Vinny, Vinny, you asked earlier, and I've said yesterday on Wilty and Tausch that we're going to be in the playoffs, we being the Green Bay Packers. Last night is just another reaffirmation of that. Are you both on board now with the fact that this is going to be a playoff team? It sure looks like it. Yes, I'm but in. How many do they need to win? they got to get to nine. Nine, I think, basically guarantees it, especially if they beat the Vikings. So let's say this weekend's a loss, which everybody is assuming. But everybody assumed Thursday was going to be a loss. So once they beat Detroit, and especially the way they looked, it's really hard to look at the rest of this schedule when you have two absolute what should be gimme games with the at Carolina Panthers and the Giants, both teams that absolutely stink. And then – the Bears game's going to be – it's not going to be easy. Minnesota's not going to be easy. But if you can get to nine, I think your percentages of being in the playoffs are probably in the 90 percentile. We got that. That math works out fine. And provided yeah. we continue playing like we have been, provided we continue growing like we have been, and that guys stay healthy or get healthy. Well, I think the, the fun part about this has been – we obviously, the month of October stunk. Uh, I thought the team got worse. It was very – I think demoralizing to watch how bad the offense was. And then, you know, the game, I think it was against the Rams or maybe it was the Vikings where the home crowd was actually jeering. I think, Vinny, you were at that game. They were actually jeering when they finally got a first down uh, late in the first half. That's when I think rock bottom, at least that's what we all hoped was going to be rock bottom. And now you're seeing 
young guys getting confident and emerging. You obviously see Jordan Love. And, by the way, some of these veterans that are injured, Jair, Devondre Campbell, you start getting those guys back into the mix. And if Musgrave can get back, all of the stuff that I think we thought and hoped we'd see is that progress, there were a little more dips in that valley than I think I was hoping for. But as Wilde always tells me, linear growth is not linear, which I didn't fully understand what that meant. Now I do, and the team is gr- growing in the right direction while their schedule is getting worse. It's a pretty good combination. Okay, so for the record, the uh, Pop-Tart Bowl will be played on December 28th in Orlando this year. Can we, could, okay. we possi- could Badgers possibly qualify? I don't, I don't see so, here who they take for that. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I... After we beat Nebraska and knew we were bowl eligible, I started really zoning in because it affects me. Sure. And what I was really hoping, I don't want to go to Detroit. I did not want to do the Motor, <laughs> the Motor City, City Bowl, bowl. on Christmas. Nope. <laughs> that was the last thing. I think that, that we're going to avoid that. So now that this Pop-Tart Bowl trophy is in play, I ain't going to lie to you. It could be pretty interesting. I'm kind of rooting for that. Absolutely. Kinda Nashville would be fine. New York, even though we just talked about that yesterday, I'd rather not go there since it's freezing. But at this point, we're just happy to be in a bowl. And for the record, the new guy for the Vikings is Victor. Ah, Victor the Viking. Okay. Lame. What is is Victor all? I I, I missed Victor. Is that like a, it, what is it, just like a big, strong Viking? Or is it something something else? Nah, no, it's like, um, it's kind of your typical cartoonish sort of head. Tao, she's got the long braids and then the little horns for the helmet and then he's just like a guy that's cute yeah that sounds cute that sounds viking-esque victor with a k nothing like old no no victories for victor am i right there you go we'll end on that